Now listen close. There's a priest, a minister, and a rabbi. They're out playing golf, and they're trying to decide how much to give to charity. So the priest says, well, we'll draw a circle on the ground, we'll throw the money way up in the air, and whatever lands inside the circle, we give to charity. The minister says, no, we'll draw a circle on the ground, we'll throw the money way up in the air, and whatever lands outside the circle, that's what we give to charity. The rabbi says, no, 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 we'll throw the money way up in the air, and whatever God wants, he keeps. Hmm. Oh, I get it. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Look What You Made Me View. This is the podcast where our childhood faves could push our partners away. (laughs) I'm Ryan. And I'm Kaylee. Hey, laser lips, your mama was a snowblower. (laughs) That's a quote from this week's film. It's 1986 Short Circuit. Yeah, it Uh, is. A Goots uh, vehicle here, this Short Circuit, starring also... Uh, number five, who we learn, uh, spoiler alert at the end, is Johnny Five. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Let's get into uh, the back of the box on this one real quick. Yeah, I'm curious. All right. Short circuit. Life is not a malfunction. If some, <laughs> It's some miracle. How it happened, who the hell knows? But it did, because number five is alive. And he's some hero, the most sophisticated robot on the planet. $11 million worth of military hardware, a man-made machine program to seek and destroy until a freak bolt of lightning zaps human life force, (laughs) human life force (laughs) into his system. And number five suddenly discovers the thrill and wonder of being alive. Number five just discovered a life he's got to fight for his own <laughs> Ali Sheedy and Steve Gutenberg star in this exciting comedy adventure. What's up, child? Hi, baby. We have a, a guest here, audience. Would you like to say hi? Okay. Oh, no, not today. <laughs> all right. That's all right. Oh, it's not a phone. This is a microphone. So it's recording on the computer. Yeah, we're doing our show. Yeah. Do you want to be on the podcast? Coming up here. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome you, to the podcast, Archie Can you say number five is alive? Do you need Dad to repeat it? Let's say, hey, laser lips. Hey, laser lips. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Can you say, your mama was a snowblower? Your mommy was a snowblower. <laughs> Great job, bud. Good job. Let's see what I can say. Okay, yeah. what can you say? <laughs> I love my lips. <laughs> you love your what? I love my lips. Oh, okay. I like oh, that. That's good. Space Jam. Space Jam. Space Jam. Good job. Yeah, that's the back of the box. So, uh, Kaylee, um, I think that's a very apt description of this film. But if you had to describe this or sell this to someone, how would you summarize this? Um, the most eighties. <laughs> it is extremely. Yes. It's very eighties. It's yeah. offensive. It's mm-hmm. sexist. It's robots. It's military. <laughs> it's lasers and it's cats. Um, the most eighties ever. Oh, and it's music and uh, TV references. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's very, very 80s. If you love the 80s but did not get to experience them, check out this movie. Yeah, it's like an 80s fever dream. Yeah, that's my pitch right there. If somebody <laughs> walks up to me randomly and they're like, you know what? The 80s were really cool, but I don't know what they were like. Watch this movie. Pretty, I mean, uh, especially the type of humor and uh, I don't know, tonally, yes, I, you're dead on there. It's like dick humor and racist accents. <laughs> wow well we're gonna have to get into that aspect of it at some point but before we do that i'll just explain why i'm even introducing this movie as if it weren't obvious go ahead yeah i, I don't i think it is pretty obvious i don't i don't have a particular story uh i just know i watched it a lot hmm. and it's something we quoted all the time um you know number five uh yeah. Was there like a friend it. or family member that you would call number five or did no, you play that role? No, 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 no. It was just, you know, referring to it, just joking around and doing silly voices. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. But yeah, I feel like everybody I grew up with knew this movie and you could reference it to anyone. God, I wonder what that movie would be for my generation. I don't know. I feel like it's just all of SpongeBob. If you <laughs> did not get to watch SpongeBob, it's it's very obvious I think. Okay. okay. Yeah. I don't know that we necessarily have a movie. If you feel like we have a movie audience, please let me know. Do we have a movie audience? Yeah. Do we have a movie audience? We have a movie audience. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine we would. It's about movies. Really. It is. Yeah. yeah. I, I would guess it's mostly movie audiences and the friends that care about us so much. <laughs> Dig it. <laughs> um blatantly obvious it's very fun and i get why this appeals to a kid um it appeals to me i mean uh, well we kept asking ourselves who is this for yeah and it's it's a date movie i think definitely one. uh but yeah I, I really do believe this is kind of for kids somehow <laughs> i don't know how because i mean like it it's very kid ish at first yeah. Um, but then Ali Sheedy comes out yelling, you son of a bitch. Well, there were a lot of kids movies that said shit and bitch in the 80s. Yeah, but this is intense. I mean, we're talking about like an abusive relationship in a kids movie. Yeah. You know what? We should be. I, I take it all back. Yes, this is for kids. We should give examples of this kind of family structure. What family structure? Who are we referring to? Uh, is there structure of any kind anywhere in this uh, movie? Just relationship dynamics. Maybe a kid has an aunt who's in a really toxic relationship and doesn't know how to handle it. Yeah, I see it more as uh, yeah, definitely like a personality um, reference. I don't think there's any familial or bonding even. I feel like everybody exists in their own sphere. Like none of them are really dependent on each other. Um, and, and that is nice. Um, I'm not sure who the older woman at the beginning of the film is because we never see her again. But my guess was that she's a mom who also lives in that house. Sure. But we never <laughs> see her again. So I don't think it I'm, matters. I'm yeah. so confused. We're, it's all meant to establish that. Um, what's her character's name? Ali Sheedy. Uh, um, I don't care. Let's just call her Ali. Ali Sheedy. Cat lady. Cat she's cat lady, animal she lady. Is, she yeah. she has animals, fucking all types of animals everywhere. 
Um, so many kittens. She's just like manhandling kittens the entire movie, and I am so for it. They're fucking. They're dude. There are animals literally everywhere. Every shot is is a mm-hmm. new opportunity for a new animal. There's a dove in like a fruit basket or something at one. They're just yeah. like panning out of the scene. Yeah. And there's a dove. Yeah, and I don't even mean shot. It's like they're just moving through the room as there's motion. If there's mm-hmm. any new furniture, you're going to see a new animal. <laughs> well, now we know where all the money from Pepsi went. Oh, uh, Dr. Pepper, I think, right? Dr. Pepper. Oh, they own that, I think. Uh, uh, is that? I don't know. They do now. I should but... know this. I worked in restaurants for a unfortunate yeah. amount of time. Yeah. Um, yeah, lots of commercial references. That's also very 80s. Had... I'm thinking like Mac and Me. I'm Mac and me. I'm Mac and me. That's what it was. Yeah. Well, we I mean, see a Macintosh in and a, a Mac does show up. A Mac shows. Yeah. Show that Mac. There's like <laughs> Thomas English muffins. There's, Whoa, is there? Yeah. Oh, there are all one. these commercials in the background. He starts <laughs> uh, being a commercial. Him being the robot. Um, I don't know if yeah, referencing movies and things like that uh, um, is somehow beneficial, but I, I doubt it because they have to pay for the rights to watch the clips. Or to play the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how much money went to the Three Stooges? Well, and, you know, I think most of the ad money went to those bomb-ass effects in the intro here and <laughs> the robots in general. Did we see the opening of this is a assembly of all these uh, numbers, mm-hmm. one through five, and uh, they look like the um, Nintendo robot? which I forget what he's called. Yeah. People are going to hate me for this shit. <laughs> um, but there was a robot that went with Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Robbie robot, maybe? I oh, fucking who cares. Um, <laughs> I don't need to please nerds. Prepare to be roasted. <laughs> I can't think of the name either. It's okay. Um, but anyway, um, he looks like that. But then I was also thinking, I thought for, I thought for sure you would shout out Wally. Oh, yes. Um, Okay, so I had a lot of thoughts during this whole entire process, this opening sequence. It reminded me a lot of the music video that we watched from the Postal Service where they're like assembling parts and everything and it's all clicking together. It's very like um, how it's made. I fucking love that show. It's so relaxing. So I'm watching this like very calming a series of motions, a machine being made, but then there's like suspense techno playing in the background. <laughs> yeah, very John Carpenter esque. Yeah, it's uh, like uh, Commando also had a oh, lot of yeah, this. Yeah, 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 it's um, you know, jarring and totally doesn't go with the pleasant um things that I'm seeing on the screen. Um. It's meant to make you excited to be at the movies or fearful of what's going to come next. And I was excited, especially when they finally show these fucking robots. Yeah. I think they are cool as hell. They are really cool. And it it occurred to me that they look a lot like Metal Gear. Like the whole idea of it is kind of like the original Metal Gear. Um, Okay. like even where the gun is on it and stuff. It's it's just crazy. So that was We awesome. are how many minutes into the podcast and we have made a Metal Gear. But this is an 80s movie. I mean, yeah. this is where his influences are coming from for the oh, game. Yeah. So I think, I I don't know. Um, God, I think 85 for Metal Gear though, or maybe even earlier. No. Hmm. Anyway, again, 
Honestly, I was thinking more Chappie the entire time. I know that's a movie yeah. that you haven't seen. Right. But um, it, same series of problems occurring. Something happens and he's no longer this destructive robot. Oh, he's, wow. He's uh, human. That is the same. It's a little different in Chappie because the guy is like behind this. I won't spoil it for you. It's a little bit different. But um, I was thinking that the whole time. Wally did not even occur to me. And that's crazy. Yeah. Instead of the... Um, Mm, God, I can't think of the musical that Wally watches in the movie. Please comment if you can think of it. Um, instead of that movie, we get Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. It, it was fun. It was very, very fun. Um, he's a killer robot, though. They start, Yeah, they start as killer robots. We see them in a um, practice mission, basically blowing shit up. Everybody's cheering. Uh, then we are introduced to Newton, the creator. Who we've seen before. The Goots. The Goots. Yeah. Um, the Goots and uh, the guy from MASH, guy from and Mesh? is also in Police, Police Academy. Academy. Yeah, yes. He's, um, God, I can't think. I can't Man, think of this. Our name. memories are blown this right now. This is so bad. Work has us fucked up, guys. Sorry. Um, I also ate like two pounds worth of shepherd's pie earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Day am, after St. Patty's. I am a mashed potato. Well, and you know the. The robot is charging and gets struck by lightning, number five. Yeah. So now he's alive, apparently. It's Frankenstein. It I, is. I wrote something really fun. Okay, just bear with me. Um, <laughs> we're doing a, we're doing all the references in this one. We're doing it's it. Happening. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, so um, when Frankenstein gets shot by lightning, he comes to life. But when... Um, Number five gets shot by lightning. He is enlightened. Mm -hmm. Get it? He gains consciousness, but more than that, he gains morality. And he, he's actually reborn there. Yeah. Because he has to learn stuff from the beginning. Well, yeah. They make yeah. a reference to him being like a four-day-old yeah, creature. She, yeah. Yeah. Ali Sheedy's character. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, the... the um, Worst character in the film at some point says, uh, maybe we have created another Frankfurter's monster. And this is yet again a Frankfurter monster movie. Um, it, the Goot uh, mm -hmm. is the Frankenstein. Mm -hmm. And number five is the monster. Yeah. It all works. But he's not a monster. And I love that. It's not like Chopping Mall where the robot goes on the fritz and becomes a bad guy. Um, it's the opposite. It's like how it should be to be a real Frankenstein reference. Frankenstein's monster is not inherently violent. He's childlike and mm. he's explorative. And it was such a weird, bizarre joy to watch life through a fake robot's eyes. <laughs> Was, I hate that I liked it. It was reminiscent of a toddler. I mean, it, it really oh, yeah. reminded us of our child, uh, or at least it reminded me of our child. Where plenty, they're just, just like eating up knowledge and yeah, asking and questions. repeating things. Yeah, it, yeah, it's just a, it's an interesting time. But from the jump, they sexualize the robot, and that's kind of bizarre to me. So he has gained consciousness. He runs smack into a wall several times. Very funny. I laughed my ass off. But then he sees a uh, server robot carrying around a coffee 
canteen. I don't know what to call it. Yeah, the uh, that robot has uh, Matt Gorley does a AI robot character, and it sounds exactly almost exactly like his character, this little server robot lady. It was also like um, uh, uh, Atari, Aristotle Atari on oh, SNL, yeah, his yeah. robot character. Mm-hmm. Uh, the voices in this in general are beautiful we started out with like a super stephen hawking kind of sounding robot voice and then we get something very sweet mm-hmm. and personable i i don't know who the voice of the robot is but it was I'm it was oh, it started to seem a little racist for a second like he was doing an accent and then i it fell into its own thing where it was yeah. really just a character um and it had to be a little raspy so you know they it was a very endearing character. I, I I knew I liked this movie a lot growing up, but I was afraid. I think when I mm-hmm. announced it uh, last episode, I mentioned it could be bad because I knew there was the one character here. And I don't even remember his name. It's hard to even talk about the character. If the movie didn't have him in it, it would, would have been like fine. Would you like to know his name? Because I brought his it real up. Name? No. Well, I do have his real oh, name yeah. here What's as well. What's the name in the movie? The name in the <laughs> the name in the movie is Ben Jabatuya. Get the fuck out! I of am dead serious. So, all right, this this might as well be like a Naked Gun or you know National Lampoon type film because there's so many through jokes, so many overt jokes, like the main bad guy being named Scroder. Yeah, and just tons of dick jokes and they, f- to follow. Yeah, like, they. <laughs> lay it out for you too like and that's very reminiscent of national lampoon um did you say they lay out the scroter i said they lay out the scroter uh the um i'm gonna call him fisher stevens because that's the actor who plays the um man with the unfortunate fake accent he calls him scrotum by accident and uh main guy corrects him and he's like same thing i'm like but we got the joke yeah. we didn't oh, need we got you it to five jokes ago iron it out yeah. like that <laughs> i mean i i enjoy that because that's something I, I did not catch as a child mm. so you know this movie movie was very enjoyable for that reason i caught all kinds of new things and um yeah just it was fun i <laughs> Cut more of the references than I thought I was going to. In general, with 80s films, I really have no idea what they are referring to a good 90% of the time. But this time it was cool. They did a great job picking references. It was like, it reminded me of Aladdin. Um, oh. The genie, played by Robin Williams, um, makes a lot of references and they're good. I get them. They make sense, right? Because they pick very, very popular, long-lasting characters like John Wayne. As unfortunate as that is to say, it's here. I got the reference. It was really funny. Yeah, it was. The, it's the only instance I can think of where I enjoyed a John Wayne reference and impression. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that part was great. The, I, so I don't know where to begin or uh, continue here. Like I think the action really starts when we get to Ali Sheedy's house and the robot shows up in her food truck. 
Yeah. And that's where we get the accelerated, you know, where he's asking for input and they figure out he just wants to learn stuff. So she's got all the encyclopedias. You talk about it being the 80s of movies. You know, like that's such an 80s thing to have all the knowledge on your bookshelf in a series of encyclopedias. We didn't have the Internet. It was just, you know. Everybody had encyclopedias. No, I mean, I grew up with those as a kid. We had a giant, the big red dictionary. Mm -hmm. I do want to go back and watch this and see if the order in which he says um, definitions for a word lines up with like Oxford or Webster. Like that would be really fun for me, but I'm (laughs) boring. Uh, uh, It was cool. Watching him flip through the books and everything, it's a funny little gag. But, I mean, how real is this? He is, like, speed flipping through an encyclopedia. Yeah. It's cool that he can read quickly and everything because he's a robot, but he's not even looking at the pages. <laughs> you don't know. You don't they, know how fast his eyes are, me a little bit. Yeah, you don't know. He also has, like, zero reaction to the enormous amount of cats around um, Ali Sheedy's house. The animals don't care about him at all either. I thought they would. Yeah. I for sure thought they would at least look at him. And they didn't care. Definitely. Because animals do freak out about robots. <laughs> like, I'm just... That's a fact, right? That's We're going cool on the t-shirt. Animals do freak out about robots. <laughs> they do. We need some kind of reaction. They're all very well-behaved or like super doped animals. I think they're all trained. Yeah, they've got to have a trainer there, um, mm-hmm. keeping them calm. And I, you know, you can see them eating and stuff. But yeah. uh, lots of lots of animals, lots of different animals. And it's it, to me, it was, I wondered why they bothered. <laughs> I I don't know. I feel like we already understood that Ali Sheedy's character is really kooky because she's wearing cowgirl boots with a dress and a sweater. Oh yeah, she's very um, unhinged. But yeah, nobody's really that stable here. Uh, the, the robot starts to it, it's annoying at first right like you thought that oh, number five it. was not cool yeah. when he was you know just barely figuring things out just said input well all the we time. get to the moment where he kills the grasshopper and i'm like wow oh, I, I see this coming and it's cute you're trying to get that pathos from me i see what you're doing and i am not having it mm. right i will not be had this is the turning point, like a grasshopper. Yeah. Um, I, I was kind of annoyed with that. It was very predictive. I figured, you know, this is how the rest of the movie is going to go. And it doesn't. Um, it changes a lot. <laughs> um, he sticks his head out of the truck at some point, And then he's like, is it cool? And I'm back in. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> is it cool? Really yeah. Cute. That was so awesome. He just, he's so fun yeah he gets and it gets better and better and better um he starts to be more manipulative you know he can he knows how the humans behave a little bit and um he's manipulating them and i love it well even more than that it's he's experiencing human life on his own as well like he teaches himself how to drive that is such a fundamental part of western culture like owning your own car talking about what type of car you have i love that we're talking about this movie like this right now yeah we're getting deep (laughs) i like it fucking number five and Mm -hmm. and he it's a um a tale of growth you know and that's like a key point in adolescence though is learning how to drive yeah 
<laughs> and we have that moment with him and he does it all by himself. And I think that is so beautiful. I feel like it somehow ties to her being an animal person and um, just having some respect for life in general. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I do dig that part of this movie. I think it's kind of a, a nice statement of uh, having respect for life, like all life. Yeah. Even if it's a it's a silly ass robot. Right. What <laughs> what defines life? What defines a straight man straight? Apparently laughter. Yeah. Apparently laughing at a joke. <laughs> But I thought, I mean, like he uh, sees pictures in the clouds. He does the ink blot that was test. The, yeah, that part really hit me, man. When mm. he was saying something, I guess they're looking outside and he's describing something. Then he just looks up and starts naming animals. Yeah. So cool. Um, there, there were a couple of parts that hit me and not all of them were the robot. At some point, the lead science guy or whatever, whomever Newton works for, he goes, um, I'm a businessman now. I'm not a oh, scientist Warmonger. anymore. We find yeah. out his name is Warmonger. She calls, uh, Ali Sheedy's character calls and says, uh, which more warmonger do I, I need to talk to about this robot? Mm -hmm. And then he's like, oh, hold on, <laughs> Mr. Warmonger. Oh, I thought he did that by accident. I'm not. I mm. think his name might be Warmonger. It's uh, Howard Mon Marner. Oh, so Howard Marner. Yeah, that's what? really good. This movie is yeah. kind of next level, man. Yeah. I, it, it blew my mind how cerebral it was i don't i just remember it being cool looking because we have mm -hmm. all the 80s explosions that look like fireworks and um silly jokes and, and it's got a robot it stars a goddamn robot yeah so of course i loved it as a kid um but yeah it's also got some really great jokes i do remember robots being a really big deal when i was a kid but i feel like in the 80s it was just at a totally different level you know, it's still at a stage where it can be dorky and tacky and goofy. Yeah. When I was a kid, it was all about like um, everybody had those robot dogs, the really obnoxious barking ones. <laughs> robot dogs. It's like we had them, you know, we had tiny little robots and <laughs> it just wasn't that big of a thing anymore. It was cool. For a couple of days, I mean, like our kid now has a tiny robot dog. She hates it now, man. We got—I thought she was gonna love that thing. No, she loves it. She took it to um the Home Depot today. Oh, really? Yeah, she did. She loves it. Huh? So Fisher Stevens is Ben J Jabu Jabutia? No, Jabatuya. Jabat Jabatuya. Yeah. Oh. Can we talk about him? Are we there? Can we? Yeah, talk let's do about it now him? because okay. I, I think it's it's just I can't even think straight because we're not talking about. We it. need to get it over with. I keep saying so, you know that character. You know that character. Yeah. I don't need to do that. Anymore. It's not great. Um, ben, the the accent ben. is a choice, but on top of that, you can tell that the actor is focused so hard on doing the accent that he's not really emoting he's not really moving his face or his body and the lines are all just meant to be um mistaken versions of something else yeah so they're just they're just lines they're not or like one-liner type lines there, mm -hmm. there's nothing really developing any character about him other than his fascination with sex um, but that's Which just kind of also you know. a terrible stereotype. But I think that's almost every man in an 80s film is pervy. Well, you have horny. to have one, right? Like or the styles from Teen Wolf or I mean, I can go on Do we and think on. Styles was like pervy like that, though. Yeah. 
Really? Yes. Yeah, okay. he's kind of pervy in that. Yeah, maybe I'm blocking that out. My bad. Mm-hmm. No, in every 80s movie, there's the pervy friend, right? In Weird Science, we have a pervy friend. In um, She's the... Wait, it's not the She's the Man. What is the one where she is... I'm both pretty pervy in that. Hmm. In the Weird Science. Actually, everybody in that Everybody movie is, in that movie is yeah. weird. Even I am, she's pervy. Mm, yeah. I'm having flashbacks to that movie now. Love that movie. Um, we're moving on. Bill Paxton. We're here now. Remember, always remember Bill Paxton and Weird Science, everybody. <laughs> Never uh, stop remembering. <laughs> so gross. Um, this is really nasty, man. The okay. It's a bad character choice. It He doesn't need to be from uh, New Jersey, whatever he, they tried to say Pittsburgh. when he was asking yeah, where he's from. Yeah, that's the Pittsburgh very confusing was. part. Uh, the guy is like, no, but where are your ancestors from? And he goes, yeah. Pittsburgh. So then why the fucking accent? Yeah. Is it a joke? Are we trying to... What What? What are we doing? I think it's self-referential. I think it's uh, self-aware. It's fourth wall breaking in a way. Like, oh, look at you laughing at this really bad joke, but we're still going no, to No, not in that way. It? Just to recognize that he's not actually... He's just an American doing an accent. He's not from anywhere special. <laughs> okay. Um. They're referencing, yeah, this is a white guy in makeup. Hmm. That's shitty. It's a problem. Yeah. And it, it it's really tough to like this movie, even though we're raving about the fucking thing. Everything um, else about it is so fun. There, he, He's not need, the only problem, but... He could just be a white guy and it would be fine. Yeah. Like, they don't have to make him... Or... It's, it's not important. Or, let's not erase color here. He could just be an Indian man. Of course. And... Preferred. Be from Pittsburgh. Except for the fact that he's only there to be some sort of... Um, something uh, exotic. <laughs> like, something different. Like, why, why do they choose to have him be Indian? Like, what is that? You know what? That is so fascinating let's dive into that for just a second if we were watching this movie now we would just think ah yes he's an indian man he has an american accent all of that makes sense um and that's totally cool if he had an american accent if he had an american accent in the film but in an 80s movie you're not just having an indian actor playing an american Right. He has to put on the accent. Yeah. This is awesome. Look how far we've come. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking of um, what is the show that we watch with the church in the. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, fucking mid- the devil. Show. It's <laughs> like Midnight Mass. That's it. Yes. I'm thinking of Midnight Mass and how like it it doesn't even occur to me until they dive oh, into the religious differences of the characters. I'm just like, right. okay, cool. This guy is acting his ass off. Right, right. Wow. I think it's, you know, it's it's another, it's a joke to the writers to have that character in this movie. And I, I hate that. It I, ha- I hate how they exploit a culture just to have um, his, mis- his misinterpretations of colloquialisms. Mm-hmm. Like, he could just be a dumb person. He does, You don't have to exploit and, and uh, make fun of a culture. To do those jokes. Or he could just Look at Dumb be, and Dumber. They're okay. just dumb white guys. They're just dumb white guys. He could just be. 
Okay. You can just be a dumb white guy. <laughs> just like, take the be. makeup off and just be a dumb white guy. Yeah. If we have to continue to employ Fisher, I forget his last name. Um, that's fine. That's okay. But we don't have to do the stereotype. Or I don't know, maybe hire an Indian actor. Yeah. Well it's easy it, concept. We're we're done. If we reboot mm-hmm. this thing though, and we have to stick to you know, I mean, why not? Why stick to any sort of racial um, consistency to anything when you reboot it, right? No, I would want someone Steve Gutenberg's like, character um, could be anybody, could be a woman, even. It doesn't matter. I would want someone like Chris Gethard's character in Space Force, who's just bizarre and stupid in a very lovely way. Um, I I would rather have a character like that if we have to have a stupid character. Um, and I don't even necessarily agree with the thought that um, Ben is stupid in the film. I think he's, he's not. very smart, but he is like. Um, I'm just trying to give a, the character a reason to say the same type of lines. I see. Uh, like he's, about women. And just misinterpreting colloquialism to say oh. things the wrong way. Why else? They're, 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 they're insinuating that because he is not from america and Mm -hmm. and his native tongue is not english that he is going to misinterpret these these phrases i feel like at that point um you would have to make him either a mole person or someone who does not speak english well um and in a non-offensive way or you could just have like a guy that is just like a chris parnell is really silly stupid like that where Hmm. he he's pretty much put together he gets through life pretty well but you know he's not paying full attention (laughs) (laughs) so you could have a character like that i just you know it it doesn't even matter anymore the movie Mm -hmm. is is what it is we did it we talked about it um i'm happy that we talked about it not happy it's in the film yeah we can move on now i think if you were to remake this film, though, it wouldn't work as well because part of the charm of this is the ro- the robot and um, kind of that um, realism of it. Because hmm. I think now they would put a lot of CG into it, maybe. Yeah, but like the puppetry of it is the reason why it's adorable. That's what I mean. Yeah. It, it's part of the charm and it makes him more adorable, like the janky movements of his head and stuff. Oh my it, God, it, his yeah. little eyebrow flaps. flaps. Yeah. yeah, they are so freaking cute. And Dude. then when they're in like death mode and they're all like squinty and serious. He picks shit up with those things. Remember yeah. he picked up the wrench or whatever? <laughs> I wish my eyebrows could do some work. That'd oh, be cool. I don't know that I would enjoy that. I don't know. Like, it just seems really fun. Um, Very emotive. And I was shocked by that. This is the... Is this the same year that gave us Mac and me? I'm not sure, but it's close. Very close. So you get puppets that are just not emotive, that don't express very well. I mean... Yeah. um. E.T. is kind of a similar... I, I have never seen E.T., but I know what he looks like, everybody. Oh. Um, not a very emotive puppet, but he has... The um, the robot has almost like Jim Henson puppet he is, level He quality. reminds me of E.T., the shape of him. Yeah, the silhouette is very E.T. Yeah, he's bobbly. And he's got kind of the square head. I mean, it, it there's some similarity there. But far more expressive. He and, has... <laughs> Not only top Whoa. eye, but like under eye. He has under eye? He does. He has, and top eye. He has <laughs> multiple eye flaps. 
So he's expressing on so many different levels. You mean eyelids? Yeah, yes. Oh, but yeah, something um, just occurred to me. Occurred. Mm -hmm. Occurred. The, okay, what came out first, E.T. or this? I don't know. When did E.T. come out? Because I feel like that came out like a long time ago, bro. That was the 70s, right? Am I wrong? No, no. E.T. was in the 70s, right? No. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. Kaylee, oh, it's no. 82. 82. So it yeah, did come yeah, out yeah. first. Okay. All right. So this is borrowing from that then. Okay. That makes more sense. I'm surprised we didn't get a reference to but E.T. That makes more sense because when uh, she finds him in the truck, she thinks he's an alien. And mm-hmm. I think that's reference to him kind of being shaped like the E.T. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, She makes some weird comment about like hey are you you or is there a you and this is like your space suit oh right yeah are you like a little brain in a suit yeah like where the heck would that be just like i don't know i could say like krang from ninja turtles oh okay yeah i needed like a little quado yeah you open up the little flap and then it's a little squiggly brain with eyeballs can i get a mer um it was weird that she thought that he was a an alien given that they lived that close to a military base oh i would just assume it came from the base like yeah, i but grew... they could have aliens you know held up at the military base maybe <laughs> right but I grew up very close to a military base. I feel like if I saw... Are you an alien? I am. God um, damn it. That's a fact. Uh, if I saw a robot just roaming around my street as a kid, I would think, yep, this definitely came from the base. <laughs> this definitely came from the... That sounds like uh, you might have just taken a shit or something. <laughs> Yep, that came from the base. Definitely came from the base. (laughs) Um, I would not guess this was an alien, but she is far more attached to life Mm -hmm. forms. Mm -hmm. She got mad as shit, though, when she found out he wasn't an alien. Well, yeah. She was willing to just give him up and throw him in the garbage. Because he's from the warmongering place. That's right. He's a weapon. Mm -hmm. And he was still a weapon. He still got that laser on his back. They're straight up just going to Oregon or Montana. Out, they, these motherfuckers are clowning okay. around, no. doing patty cake and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like legit audience, patty cake is done with this robot in this movie. I want to contemplate the idea of me playing patty cake with somebody who has a death laser. Yeah. And I mean, like the whole concept of death laser pretty dumb so how about this i am playing patty cake with a four day old who has a gun like no we're not going to be buddy buddy i'm going to be scared of you yeah very scared um i'm definitely not going to let you around my seven cats (laughs) (laughs) yeah nobody seems to mind but it's okay because we really i think there's emphasis on liking him you know they really want you to sympathize with him early Mm -hmm. um because later it's just too easy but it it is difficult at first i think um at least it was for you and i can see why Uh, i can jojo see why and (laughs) the yeah i think the appeal for me as a child was instant because he's a robot and i'm like that's so awesome Mm -hmm. right either it doesn't matter what he's doing banging up against the wall or trying to learn stuff it seemed cool yeah Mm -hmm. 
Is um, it cool? <laughs> is it cool? His coolest moment, though, is definitely ninja lasers. At the end of ninja. the movie, oh, he's yes. like, Whoops. Oh, shit. Yeah, he like, cuts the dude's hat, the hat brim, and... Uh-huh. Um, cuts off the heels of his boots yeah yeah oh he wrecks that dude oh it was very cool he completely dismantled a trans am (laughs) that was cool he used the manual too but i'm also confused by this he's a robot who loves life and is very scared of being dismantled so why would he not assume that the car might be alive Interesting. Mm-hmm. I guess he knows it doesn't have a, a AI or like a computer of any kind. I've done this test. Oh, then like now we can't do that because cars have that kind of stuff, right? They have computer chips and all kinds yeah. of weirdness. Oh, yeah, now. Um, I did this test on our kid when she was really little. I asked her, um, you know, is, it, is a bug alive? She says, yes. Is a plant alive? She says, yes. Is the car alive? She says, yes. Like emphatic, yes. But it's because the car moves. Therefore, it's alive, yeah. right? Yeah. Kids don't know how to disassociate that, how to determine. Yeah, maybe that's, yeah, it's just the interpretation of that's what alive means is yeah. things that move. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so how would the robot know the car was not alive? Does he do like a little field test? Like, does he ask the car if it's cool? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, does he tell the car a joke and if it chuckles? I mean, I'm all right, even if the robot is not technically alive, if it's going to hang out and say, is it cool? Is it cool? (laughs) It's very cute. And sing him uh, more than a woman. Oh, dude. He is so (laughs) hilarious. There's there's too many things to name. I I would just have to say, you know, you got to see it. Mm -hmm. So hopefully everybody watched this one. Um, We... I mean, just so many hijinks and things lead up to ultimately he has a showdown um, where they are finally cornered by Nova and they're going to just blow him up. So they're trying to get Goots and the lady out of the uh, Goots and the lady. Goots and the lady. (laughs) Um, They're trying to get them out so they can just blow everything up. So um, Mm -hmm. he escapes out of the back of the truck. They kill him. We're we're sad, right? I mean, oh, very. I could not remember how the movie ended. I was pretty sure I knew he was not dead. But, Mm. you know, the doubt was there. Seed of doubt planted, and I was a little bummed. Yeah. But, uh, of course, he's still alive. He is. He built the dummy robot. Uh, Which is brilliant. Yeah. hmm. But he's still a killer robot that happens to have a great personality. (laughs) That's how I want to be described. Sounds like some exes. Um, Yeah, he just, he goes to Montana. Um, and, and that's that. Are they like a weird thruple for the rest of their lives? They're just going to live undercover? So the Goots must have got his portion of reparations because he said he's got 40 acres out in Montana. Yeah. And I don't know how he got a cut because the Goots is pretty white. Well, he got it because of... Um, inherited property well so you know he got it the old-fashioned the old white fashion <laughs> <The way. laughs> well it was very good yeah um either way they're headed there and she hears 40 acres instantly thinks can i bring my animals yeah so they're gonna do that and johnny five mm-hmm. he names himself at the end 
Johnny Five. Yeah. What were the? He said a couple names before he got to Johnny. It was like Steve, Dave. Steve, Dave. Steve, Dave. All right, audience. We want a bunch of emails about what you think Johnny should have named himself. Um. Hmm. What do you think he should have named himself? Um, I would say Johnny works. It really does. But yeah. if I had to choose an alternate name for him, I'd call him. Oh, Roberto. Yeah, that's my favorite Futurama character, but it can also be his name. Roberto Five was well, that doesn't really work with the five though. Roberto Five. Also, a question. Roberto Cinco. The amazing guitar player known as John Five mm-hmm. is his name derived from this film. I mean, does he oh. get it from this, or is it for some reason something else? Because he know. plays six strings. You would think his name would be Jonathan Six. Uh huh. Are there six letters in Jonathan? No. Are there five letters there in Jonathan? There are far more than that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it depends on how you spell, how you spell it. Uh, yeah. But uh, there's like six. Yeah, there's six. Joe Nathan. Yeah? Yeah. What? There's six and just Nathan. What? So then there's are there? eight. Yeah. Oh, I'm done. N-A. Eight. What are you so doing? So it's eight. So um, <laughs> I'm not meant to be doing math here tonight. <laughs> that is clear as day. Mm-hmm. Um, John five. Mm-hmm. Is it derived mm-hmm. from Johnny Five? We need to know. The shortest of circuits. Mm-hmm. Is that? Um, I have a suggestion yeah. for his name. He's very into Saturday Night Fever. I think Travolta. Get oh, it? is that Volt? why he's Johnny? Volt. Vo- oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Travolta. But is that why he's Johnny Kaylee? Yeah. Because of John Travolta? So. I don't know. Whoa. Everybody's named Johnny in an 80s movie. Like, Are... you cannot have an 80s movie without a Johnny. Bobby Five. Bobby Five? Bobby is a good one. Yeah, Bobby like, Five. Like, robot Bobby. Yeah. That's very good. Now I'm just thinking, like, the robot with a Bobby from King of the Hill accent. Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> So he tricked them. They're all headed to Montana. Um, Laser on his back. Cats in the sack. uh, And they're going to live happily ever after. But did you know there are more of these movies? Are you fucking kidding me? There's a short circuit too. Why? Why not? You don't want more Johnny Five? No, I don't. Why? For reals? How many are there? I don't know. There's Ryan, at least how many are there? We're going to find out. So while, while we were, we are finding out. Let's uh, go over some highlights and lowlights here. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> oh no. Well, you got a highlight from this one? Girl, yes, I do. I do. Um, I mentioned earlier, oh, God, I fucking love a car scene. I love a car scene in a movie. It's the best. Um, <laughs> I mentioned earlier that um, Johnny Five has this moment where he learns how to drive, and that is so fundamental to um, Western culture and the teenage experience. He is listening to music in the car by himself. And I'm like, this is peace. You know, this is living. This is this is a beautiful moment. He's like driving through gorgeous scenery in Oregon um, or a back lot in California. I don't care. Yeah, they are. They're on a lot somewhere, maybe in the same state. And then there's location shots. It's Mm -hmm. it's kind of jarring. Yeah. Um, uh, it was gorgeous to me. I really, really enjoyed just watching him drive a car. Yeah. That sounds so crazy, but it was chill. It's my favorite part. Yeah. It's beautiful. Low lights. 
Okay, so the dance scene. Uh, <laughs> where he's dancing with Ali Sheedy? I hate it. I oh, hate okay. it so much. You can tell that Ali Sheedy is either on roller skates or a platform. Oh, yeah, because I was wondering how she didn't get her toes wrecked. Right, exactly. But He's like, got like tank feet. If, you, if yeah. you guys haven't seen the movie, he's basically got a tank bottom. Little treads. Tank yeah. bottom? A, a tank bottom. <laughs> tank Not tank top. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Is that where you just have straps around your legs and all your junk's hanging out <laughs> at the bottom? You're just Winnie Pooh and a bottom. <laughs> um, yeah, you can tell that she's probably on the same platform that the robot is on and they're like dancing and everything. And I'm like, where is this going? They wake up the next morning and he's making her breakfast. This is like Turner and Hooch scene. or like it's a very stereotypical moment after a sexy night in a movie. Sure. It, and I'm so concerned. Why are you judging? Um, Don't judge. I'm not, you know what? Plenty of people have a wonderful relationship with a robot. Um, this this movie could, if if treated better with more careful hands, <laughs> could have been a more impactful uh, exploration of self discovery. But yes, it, because it's got other problems, it, it's very limited to the the self the, or the references, like how far we could really go with this. I mean, it, it, in some ways, it could be. Um, a sexual awakening about you know your sexuality could mm -hmm. be a gender awakening um it could refer to other things but it is so tone deaf to you know just like real humanity because again none of these characters are really bonded in any way they could just exist on their own no problem they don't need each other right um but yeah, I think it, it has potential because of the number five character being so innocent and sweet and fun. Mm -hmm. um, but also... They miss out by, you know, with the surrounding characters. Right. That's where they fail. They worked hard to develop him. Johnny Five. They worked very hard to develop him and gave him all the good lines. Mm -hmm. And all the fun and all the pathos and all the care and concern. It all goes to... I really don't care about anybody else in the movie. Oh, maybe... Damn, that just... Uh, wow. Actually, that's kind of interesting. Hmm. Everybody else is kind of like a robot, and he's the one that has most of the character. Yeah. Well, some of the actors are too concerned with their fake accent <laughs> to um, act. Yeah. Um, Can't shake that Ben character. I don't remember. Okay, so there are two of them. Okay. Um, And that's it. Does Ben reappear? I don't remember, but I, unfortunately, I bet he does. I would just, I yeah. have a feeling yeah. that it's probably just those two. I don't know if they could get the goots twice. He's too popular, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, my man, Goots. He was too busy doing police academy. He's too busy grabbing them glutes. <laughs> Strapping them boots. Doing them toots. Owling them hoots. <laughs> um, when the robot says, I told me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dog, I don't care about anybody else in this movie. I care about him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, that move, that move right there yeah. is just so cool. Who told you not to kill? I yeah. told me. That's what I'm saying. It's, it, you know, you could tie this and, and make it symbolic of so many things. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Well, <laughs> it is like the human experience. Who was the first uh, humanoid to say, nah, I'm not going to kill anybody? Um, because it's Himurabi. all about like, really? Himurabi. <laughs> 
that's who. <laughs> Do you know who that is? Hey, <laughs> I know him and Robbie's code. Okay. I, I know all about it. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. <laughs> um, Ryan, in this movie that you have shown me from your childhood. Yeah. What is your highlight? My highlight. From this movie. Yo, everybody, I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. This is one of the greatest music videos of all time. One of the greatest music videos of all time. Drug. Okay, that was Flavor of the Week by American Hi-Fi. It sure was. You've seen this before. Two stone. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, we she all know this song. She put her beaver on my cheek. <laughs> That's nasty. American um, Y, guys. <laughs> yeah, so I picked this music video because, mm -hmm. uh, one, I watched it uh, a whole lot as a youth um, and then there two, is a lot of a-hole in it. There is a lot of a-hole. <laughs> yeah, a lot of. <laughs> the drinks of the hit. Um, okay, so I watched this music video a lot, and I picked it because we watch a lot of heavy metal uh, music videos. and We watch a ton of them yeah, all day, every all day. All day. Every day. Yeah, it's just all double kicks throughout our house the only priest we see on sunday is judas shout out to halford um so for our podcast we have been watching a lot of um heavy metal or rock music videos and this instantly came to mind i totally forgot this was a song um until I had to sit through those music videos. So Until you saw are. a menu that said Flavor of the Week on it. And you were like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. that song. What is the Flavor, flavor of the Week? Flavor of the Week. What is this? Is this an ice cream thing? She makes me weak. <laughs> um, it really. It's insulting as hell. Oh, my God. Like, cool. This is supposed to make me feel better. Like, I can just move on with my life now if I'm you're this just woman. A, you're just a Flavor of the Week for that guy. I'm calling that out. But mm -hmm. I like you. Yeah. So come fuck me because you're just the flavor of the week for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to neg you yeah. by telling you you're the flavor of the week for some other guys so Not that we can get together. Yeah, this is trash, man. It is trash, but it's also a really, really fun um, highlight of the transition in music. We go from uh, heavy metal to boy bands to punk boy bands right and power pop power pop and rock music is not kind pop rock uh, pop rock pop rocks rock music is not necessarily kind to women it's very degrading um boy band music is also kind of not great to women uh, some of it's awesome but some of it is not and then we have the full transition where we're like okay here's the audience it's all women here's the audience of the entire world plus guys who really like their best friend's girlfriend this is a pretty wide audience 
This is huge. Pretty white audience. About that too, Damn. but a pretty wide audience. Yeah, I think it works both ways. Yeah. So Ryan, what did you think of this music video? Uh, the video was kind of hot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely think that's why I watched it when it was out. Because otherwise, I don't think I would have sat through this whole thing. Yeah, the song is no bueno. But it's kind of that, like, uh, you know, uh, after school in the parking lot type vibe, you know, everybody getting horny. Yeah, it's not quite mall punk, but it's definitely on the radio. Oh, did you see the guy was wearing a DC 101 shirt? The guy at the beginning. Yeah. I think that's a parody of a real video. Is it? Yeah, we'll have to look that up. But I think I remember Sean showing but me something no, like, like that. But no, that's like the main, the bad boyfriend. He's uh, wearing a DC 101 shirt for the entire thing. Hmm. I thought that was that interesting. That's yeah, pretty cool. Maybe that's where they got their big break. I yeah. don't know. I think the concept for the video works. Um, yeah, it's definitely the uh, tailgating uh horny tailgating horny tailgating <laughs> yeah. yeah um it, the video's fine the mm -hmm. song is kind of shit the end is terrible end is absolutely awful yeah yeah why are all of the boy band even the punk boy bands um fronted by guys with blonde hair and very very big blue eyes mm -hmm. like i was gonna show you a switchfoot video um but you had already seen most of the ones that I wanted to show you. Mm -hmm. um, same deal. Even though it's a Christian band, like same deal. Same deal. Same deal, man. The same deal I made with Christ. Um, Reliant K, Hawk Nelson, two other bands that I showed you. Um, both blonde All guy, of those had, big blue eyes. had commercial breakthroughs, though. At least most of them. Maybe yeah, not all. that stinks. And that's why I know who they are. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway. This one, uh, yeah, if I have a highlight, I would say the video itself was not bad. Mm -hmm. um, low light, definitely that ending there really made me nauseous. So I'm going to have to put that in the lowest of lights. Maybe just turn the lights off and leave it alone. <laughs> turn off the lights. Turn off the lights. Um, if I had a highlight, yeah. I think the beginning is really funny. It reminds me of, um, we've been watching Pam and Tommy. Uh, it reminds me a lot of the Tommy from yeah. that. I couldn't think of his the name Tommy. and then I remembered well, the Well, it's title. that era. It's that hair metal era. So yeah. yeah. I, I um, think that's it's very um, L.A. Dele. Yeah. There yeah. You go. From the Krill show. For real. It's very funny. I am fascinated by 80s hair bands. I'm named <laughs> after a song by an 80s hair band. I am. Yeah deeply fascinated uh, and that song goes Kelly yep that's how it goes Kelly Kelly <laughs> Kelly Kelly <laughs> beautiful that was it so good great Nailed job it. um we'll be watching that eventually just stay tuned everybody uh let's get back get back to where we were watching from I thought you were gonna go get back to where we once belong Dang, I, I mean, I you basically did, though. But you didn't. <laughs> I said, where are we watching? <laughs> <laughs> All right, enjoy this commercial break. We'll be right back with you. Drug. All right, well, yeah, my favorite thing. Um, Beesh. It has to be them 80s graphics. 
there are some really fun special effects, if, if you want to call them that, when they're looking at the map and uh, they have that light shining down on the oh, map. Yeah. I just love the way everything looked. It's like Star Wars. It was cool. Yeah. Oh, what else was like Star Wars? The explosions. Yeah. The little like sparkly. It, it looks like a firework more than it does something like a vehicle. It's a little up. magnesium. It's just. Psh, yeah. It's a little pop. MacGruber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You got to no. have that flash and bang. It was fun. And lasers. Pop, very cool. Um, I thought lasers were going to be a serious issue. Freaking lasers, man. I thought they were going to be a serious issue when I was an adult. I thought for sure. Like, I thought they existed when I'm watching this movie as yeah. a kid. Like, I, I'm, I'm like, okay, that's technology they have now. Well, I, mm, I got exposed to lasers through Star Trek. That mm. is the nerdiest sentence I have ever said right there. That's it. That's the one. Could be the dirtiest sentence you have ever said as well. Um. You got exposed. I got exposed to lasers. To lasers. Star Trek. <laughs> that's good. Ooh, that's really good. Who that's are like, the lasers? That's a great pickup line at Comic Con. I'll give it to you for free. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just always thought of it as this like futuristic thing, and then I lived next door to a guy who worked on lasers for a living, and they became very real and very scary, like quicksand. Or... We still don't have pew 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 lasers, though. We don't. No. Um. I wish we had those in hoverboards. I mean, yeah, hoverboard goes without saying at this point. The hoverboards that we got, they are shit. No, that is not a hoverboard. That is a thing with wheels. Yeah, but I realize it's it's such a tired statement at this point. We all know we want it. We can all stop saying it. I think because I said it and I just instantly thought to myself, we all want it, but who the fuck working on it? Yeah, I, I don't. I they are still working on it. They everybody's be, always working be. on it. They be, um, you Every, know what? Everybody's passively working Elon on that. You Musk know what I mean? Don't mean shit until he makes me Elon. a real hoverboard. Yeah. All right. Challenge. Mm-hmm. Yo, Elon. <laughs> you think you hot shit with the technology and science? Mm-hmm. Well, my friend. Sir. Can you solve the hoverboard problem? Do it. Please. Bring us back to the future. I will buy with cash money. I will not. They will be so fucking expensive. But <laughs> we'll all be very happy. Also, make them affordable for the homies. Mm-hmm. Make sure we can all get, you know, a little taste of that hoverboard. Even if we got to share one. We make them the biodegradable because we're only going to care about them for like a year. And then don't they're make, all going to disappear. Don't make them out of the same materials as... Uh, the damn wind turbines because those things are all in a graveyard now the ones that are broken you can't recycle them and it's really tragic what it, what <laughs> somebody what? told me to look up uh wind turbine graveyard oh and it's just they can't recycle them or do anything with the material so there's just a shitload of them out in a field god that sounds really cool like where do i go Cool. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm talking about like photography or like. Oh, you can yeah, see the photography visual... on the internet. Oh, what? How are they not recyclable? They're w- made out of metal. Elon Musk fixed that as well. Okay. Hoverboards and wind turbines. Thank you. Hover. Hovering wind turbines. Can you make that? Yeah. Can, for sure do they have those like um like the ones in big hero six where they're just like fish looking oh, things yeah, yeah. Floating. like a drone yeah it's just a big drone they're cool okay so basically the robot is um the 80s version of a drone mm, like we mm. have robots that take care of our dirty work 
for us in a war, right? Like we yeah. have drones, yeah. but they're not cute and they don't look anything like what we see here. Mm. Okay, they're, I don't think it's real. like a drone. It is It is the next step for a um, military operation though to have a major weapon be totally, um, uh, what is it? Manless? Self-sufficient? <laughs> Unmanned yes. to have an unmanned. Why is it got to be manless? An unmanned, Why can't it be womanless? <laughs> an unmanned vehicle mm -hmm. that can transport a uh, major weapon, a very powerful weapon. So a fucking drone. A metal gear. A metal gear. Metal gear. <laughs> a tree frog. Someday. So my low light in uh -huh. this movie there it's there's a too obvious of a low light right so let me let me think of something a little bit more creative than that um poor ben yeah i don't know man this thing it, it kind of nailed it for me except for that I, I don't really have too many complaints honestly you were even okay with the robot dance i love all of that shit oh. okay the sh the shittiest part of the movie is where he's jumping. That's the only effect that doesn't really work and look oh, great. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 He's trying to hop like a frog. Yeah. And I don't like that he jumped on the um, grasshopper and killed that. But whatever. You know, it, it, it meant something. Moment. It was his uh, of mice and men. You know, <laughs> like I, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, my God. This is kind of really tangential, I guess. I remember the first time I learned about death was uh, I had this butterfly I had found in the front yard and um, I knew what a funeral was, but I didn't understand what it was. And the butterfly was clearly hurt. So I threw it a funeral. And you thought it meant fun for all. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And I, I buried it. Um, I buried a butterfly Weird. that was still alive. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. Um, it's really bad, and I think about it constantly. Oh my god, I and would too. <laughs> this happened when I was like four years old. That's I'm cry incredible. About it. Um, it was really upsetting, and my older sister was with me and everything, like wow, helping me do this. She was very supportive, but also should have been like, "Yo, how that's old was not she?" What that means? She was six. Weird. I know. She just wanted to see what happened. Yeah, kind of. Wow. Um, I mean, you can't feel bad about it because you were just a kid. No, but I did at all the kinds of terrible time, like, shit when I was a kid. I told my, I also ate a worm, like yeah, a live Yeah, I was getting worm. ready to say, like yeah. playing with worms and cutting those up and seeing how that, you know, just fucking around with no, stuff. No, but that was kind of the end of it. I had eaten the worm already. The butterfly was a totally new thing. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I think about this far too often, but I had to, I told my mom what had happened and she had to explain to me why that was bad and that was how i learned about death wow and to think that i was the age that our daughter is wow. now that's a bad way to learn about death after killing something oh it sucked so that's i would have probably chosen a different path for the death explanation but that's why the grasshopper thing is really interesting oh he sees it he commits it and man right? starts to break our hearts with the disassemble mm -hmm. disassemble oh, oh no no no! he's saying reassemble yeah he's asking her to reassemble yeah. but then he starts freaking out about disassemble and yeah. it, you know he knows it means death now and damn dude that's the turning point that really that's the part where he figures the it there. out yeah 
says, I decide. Yeah. I don't want to do this. I God, this movie live. is fucking great. Is that what That's being upsetting. alive is, Kaylee? Hmm. Wanting to be alive? Yeah, of course. Wanting to live? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we can get into elective suicide on a totally different day. That's but not the point. Not the point here. <laughs> That's a mental health issue. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's wanting to be alive. Wanting to live. Yeah. Finding something to live for anyway. And he definitely had something to live for. He liked to learn. Mm-hmm. He's a huge fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love him. He's he's uh, like really it. quirky. I mean, I, I get him. Like, I'm hanging out with Johnny Five. This guy is cool as hell oh to me. Oh, my God. Yeah. Making references all the time. Definitely. That's all my friends do anyway. Um, I had to talk to a Microsoft AI for a class in college. Whoa. It was really, really fun. It's like Skype. You just type stuff out, and the robot will generate an answer and type back. It's really fun. I spent, like, class doing that but then i went home and i got back on that website and i kept doing it <laughs> oh weird yeah because it's fascinating i mean i spent a good like two hours in total just talking to a robot like back and forth seeing what it would come up i with. remember doing something like that but yeah i don't think i did it very long so heck yeah i'm hanging out with this robot he seems like he parties yeah i don't know why she hugs him though um, all right. Well, <laughs> very weird. Yeah. The hugging. I, I don't see what she gets out of it either. Although the, the best part is when he says, uh, one for me, you know, she kisses goots or something. And yeah. then, uh, he goes, Oh, right on the sensor. <laughs> so gross. Why would the robot have sensors? It's a war machine. Weather sensors and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. You could make up a whole bunch mm. of reasons probably. But I do think about the study where, um, the, there was a baby monkey and it was given two options for a mom a robot with no cloth and a robot with cloth oh yeah well, and even when they took away the robot with cloth um the monkey would still go and hug the robot with no cloth on it yeah the one that looked less like a mama monkey yeah we need that like contact it makes he didn't seem to care about the hugs though it's all her i don't know it made some sense for me why she would hug the robot now all i can think of is the lonely island hug song <laughs> okay yeah real good stuff all right guys this is the uh portion of the show where we have to decide if we would make this bitch famous mm -hmm. or run away from it baby how you feeling Oh, God, this is so complicated. I watch it again, and I hate myself <laughs> for saying it. It's such an endearing film. It's just the only difficult part about it, for me anyway, is um, the character of Ben. I think I'm going to search the internet for a Ben cut, a cut Ben. Ooh. A, a, a Benless cut. We just, a oh, Benless cut. Yeah. Ben had been done that. Yeah. Uh, I think that would be great if you could just like chop out most of the scenes that he's in. And that's the one we show to our kid. Yeah. Like, I wish our kid could watch this movie. Yeah, because Johnny Five is just too fun. It's really fun. But our kid is way too into doing voices right now. Which is perfect because she'd do these voices. It would be, be hysterical. But not the Ben voice, please. <laughs> well, yeah, I have to agree. I, I am watching this a lot more now wow. i i need to show this to people that especially like john if he he 
probably doesn't remember it that well either. Friend I think he'd of the be, podcast, yeah, John. I think he'd be pleasantly surprised. I'd be down for watching this, you know, with uh, people occasionally. I think he would love it, yeah. definitely. Well, uh, anything to be learned about me from this? Yeah, man. Um, I learned more about like the culture that you grew up in. That's always fascinating yeah, to me. Very 80s movie. Like Super yeah. 80s. Yeah. I learned uh, more about, I don't know, the kinds of things that you would talk about or play, I guess. How do you yeah. not um, reenact this in some capacity? Yeah. Um, yeah, but it, it's a very you movie. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Yeah, it's it's really silly. Um, so I was happy to see that it wasn't as cringy as I thought it would be. Hmm. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm pleased. This was cool. Yeah. It's just really strange. It like that bug of Ben and it, it, you just take that out and this is so great. And then it's okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's very upsetting. All right. Well, uh, I think we have to ask the ultimato question. All tomato? The all tomato question, yes. Yeah, yeah, No yeah, preservatives. Okay. No sugars. Oh, there's going to be some red in the movie we're watching next. Hey, so this now. works. Okay. Call Joe Para. What are we going to watch next time? What are we watching next? So as we are talking, Easter is coming up. We are going to watch a movie that I watched every Easter growing up. Um, I think you'll like it. We are going to watch... Prince of Egypt. Prince of Egypt. Is that an animated film? It is. Cool. Yeah. All right. We're going to watch some animated candy for Easter. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know, paint some eggs. Yeah. Some vegan eggs. We're going to get that uh, just egg and just <laughs> dye it. A is that the same color. thing? No. Okay. No. We need to put it in a vegan shell. Of some sort. Yeah, we have to create a shell now for the just egg. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Otherwise, we just have green just egg and seitan. Uh, yeah, because we don't even have like a ham. Oh, it'd be... Tofurky. Yeah, tofurky ham. <laughs> oh, We're sad 2022, people. guys. <laughs> what are we doing right now? Uh, I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. it's delicious. I'm not mad. I love a tofurkey. I really do. I am not being paid to say that. However, send us free tofurkey products. Send us <laughs> lots of free tofurkey. Um, yeah. Well, uh, so Prince of Egypt, I, I know the marketing for this. I, I have an image in my head, but that's mm -hmm. about all I know. So this is going to be, um, this can be interesting. I'm very excited. Uh, I'm excited because we, this is our 40th episode. Uh, so that's pretty cool. And uh, we're going to keep on trucking. So keep on listening, guys. I appreciate that. And you can check us out on the social medias, mm -hmm. um, wherever they would go. Because mm -hmm. Medea goes everywhere. She do. Hello. We are at Look What You Made Me Viewer at Jamerl. <laughs> dot kerm <laughs> we are please send us too many emails if you've got thoughts on the prince of egypt um please send them our way we're if, excited about it if you have a parody song that sings about the themes and the narrative in that movie then go ahead and send them our way because i love parody music um <laughs> yeah that'd be fun yeah prince of egypt get on it um we're also on the gram you can check out our cute little cartoons. We are Look What You Made Me View on the Instagrams. That's where you can find us. Mm -hmm. Well, don't forget about us. 
we're not you know we're sorry that we took a little while to get back to you but yeah we had some other (laughs) things going on uh but yeah we hope to get back on it uh and see you every few weeks here so uh yeah to see you next time for prince of egypt Mm -hmm. take it easy um but also know that johnny five is alive (laughs) see you next time guys bye-bye Mm-hmm. Boing, boing. <laughs>